Mum. Oh, mum, 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 stop. My mum was a porn star. I'm Honey, otherwise known as a Miss Honey Anal Worker. And this is a Mum Unleashed version or episode, you know, whatever the fuck the word is, of My Mum is a Porn Star. Channeling those 70s porn vibes. Oh, fuck yeah, man. You just don't get music like that anymore. No, definitely not. <sighs> definitely not. Classic. Classic. Yep. So, once again, Maz can't join us, but that's all good. I'm going to crap on plenty by myself. And I've got me old mate Chasey here. Hi, everyone. Welcome to my boudoir. <laughs> you feel special being in her bedroom? Uh-huh. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in here with us. You better. You better feel special. I don't let just any old person in here. Chasey, otherwise known as Chasey Devel. Mm-hmm. Or Miss... Miss Chasey D. Miss Chasey D is your dominatrix. Is my dominatrix name. Name. Yep. Um, and you, like moi, are also a porn performer. Yes, I am. Yes. Porn performer, apprentice dominatrix, escort, dog mum, professional procrastinator at the moment. Yeah, well, that's a skill. Although, speaking about your (coughs) particular skill set, some people might remember me talking about my mate that I've done a few scenes with that can suck a cock like you would not believe. <laughs> like, gulp, unhinge that jaw, anaconda style. And it is the lovely thing <laughs> that I'm referring about when I say that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm quite I jelly. I can, I can deep throat a cock, but I can't unhinge the I jaw can. to the thickness that you can. I can can um many years practice many years practice yeah i've had many years practice too but i'm obviously practicing with dicks that are smaller than the ones the thing is the thing is i still have a gag reflex yeah right um and i don't think i ever want to get rid of that oh no that's a funny thing like growing up in a small country town with the much more conservative and limited sort of exposure and views and shit that that comes with that Mm. I actually spent years getting rid of my gag reflex because guys were all like, oh, my God, you know, you don't gag on cock. To then move to back to Melbourne and guys are all like, oh, no, gag on my cock. That's fucking sexy. Yeah. And I actually had to train it back in. But the thing is, I also enjoy that. Mm. I also enjoy gagging on that cock, getting that extra saliva. What I don't enjoy is the, the vomit part. Oh, I, I rather enjoy uh, the vomit too. Yeah, no, no, not when it's, if it's intentional, yeah. that's one thing. If it's not intentional, no, yeah, yeah, no, okay, not into it. Yeah, I can it. see your point, I can see your point. It actually <laughs> brings us to the topic of today. It actually does. Yes, because yeah. we're here to talk about hygiene. 
in a roundabout way, yes. In a roundabout yeah, yeah. way. But yes, we're talking about hygiene today. Yeah, and vomit, you know, that that's a hygiene issue. It is, yeah. <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah. Yep. So, although um, I, one of my favourite vomiting on cock stories was I had had this, um, you know, gone and stayed at a hotel out fucking woof woof with this guy the night before and... You know, I'd been, um, we are both into the vomity blowjob sort of thing, so I'd been, like, dressed and sucked him off and gagged and vomited all over his cock, vomited it all down the front of my shirt. You know, in the heat of the moment, thought nothing off, then took the clothes off, blah, blah, blah. And the next morning, when you're having to, like, get out the car and stuff, oh, I've shoved no. the clothes on. Yeah, and there's all vomit down the front of my shirt. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I was going from there to the radio station when I used to be on way to do radio. So then it was like, oh, fuck. So then I went from there to the radio station and we had to do all the stuff that we, whatever we were doing that day related with the show. And then because I still live a long way from where the studio was, I crashed the night. And still only had a vomity top to wear. So you're walking around in this vomit-smelling, stained T-shirt? Well, no, I just walked around in my bra. Oh, okay. We then had (laughs) a big meeting that night that we're getting all these new fang-dangly people in on board on the show, and I had to look respectable for that (laughs) meeting. I couldn't just fudge it. It wasn't just the guys in the studio that wouldn't give a fuck that I was just walking around in my bra. Um, So... I was like, fuck, what do I do? Like, the whole reason why I stayed the night was so I didn't have to go all the way home and then all the way back again. So there was a Savers in nearby. Oh, thank God. Yeah, so Savers is like for a giant op shop, like huge, huge, like fucking the David Jones or Myers of op shop, which no other country will understand. No, it's like a thrift store. Yeah, thrift store, but department store size. It's huge. It's huge. It's giant. So... There's me, I wander into Savers to buy myself a top, so I had a top that wasn't vomity, in just me jeans and bra. I, I guess it wouldn't be that uncommon. Um, I don't know. Maybe if it had been the Fitzroy Savers, it wouldn't be that uncommon. Uh, but yeah, okay. Yeah, the suburb I was in, I, I definitely got quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> I only know of two. The oh, one up north and the one out west. No, there's, there's heaps off. Oh, is Melbourne. there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've been to a lot of them. Okay. I'm, I'm rather fond of me savers. I've only been to the one. And when I get on a mission about something in particular that I want when I'm up shopping, it's not unusual for me to just go from savers to savers to savers all over the See, when I go up shopping, I tend to go to the smaller ones. Yeah. Because I am less overwhelmed. I go, I walk into a Savers and I just have anxiety. Uh, I don't know where to start. I don't yeah. know what I'm looking for. Yeah. They have the order of this is where the dresses are and this is where this is. But there's no real system that mm. I've found anyway. Or, or do it, they have it in sizing? They do have it in sizing, but... They've just got so much stuff. They've got so much stuff, and it's broken down to like sleeveless tops, short sleeve yeah. tops, long sleeve tops, 
and then you know and then jumpers and for all knitted those cardigans things, knitted cardigans yeah and then you know your small medium large and all those sorts yeah of i just find it way too overwhelming and yeah. i i walk in there going yep i'm i'm there looking for a particular x yeah and i walk out going i didn't find anything because there was just too much to look at yeah now whereas i go screwing along because oh, you know me i like really random mm. unique shit yeah, I'm trying to find all the random shit that everybody else went, what the fuck is that? Which is probably why I go to the more smaller places, like the smaller Salvation Armies and then St. Vinny's, as opposed to like the big superstores. Yeah. Like Savers. I'm finding more and more of the smaller places, they're up and upping their prices as this, you know, off shopping's become trendy. Yeah. And that's sort of like becoming out of out of my, my budget. Then. Yeah. But Especially the more inner you go into the city. Oh, even out fucking Wolfalbout. Oh, I really? Live. Yeah, mate. They want 800 bucks for a couch. It's like, fuck off. We're pop cunts. And none of us can afford 800 bucks for a couch. Paying $800 for a couch, you may as well go buy a new one. Mm-hmm. I know, right? But they go, oh, it's retro. We can put this price on it and some swanky cunt will come along and yeah, buy it. It's true. Like, well, yeah, but you're supposed to be Salvos or Vinnies. You're not supposed to be helping the swanky cunts. You're, you're supposed, supposed to be, yeah, you're supposed to be making, you're supposed to be um, making money to help the impoverished. Yeah, and, you know, and these are where the impoverished people shop because mm. they can't afford to buy the new stuff. So, yeah, it's a bit of a gripe of mine. So, but that happen, that's happened on a lot yeah. out where I am. And so Savers is cheaper yeah. than going to Vinnies or Salvos. Wow, okay. But then I'm like, because Savers tends to be like, you know, it's a donation sort of thing as yeah. well. So it seems to be um, the suburbs surrounding it feeds into it. So I know if I want brand name stuff, I'm better off going to the Brunswick store. That's it. Because they're yep. a bit like swanky suburb. But if I want some like really culturally unique thing, then I want to yeah. go to Dandenong that's full of all different, you know, culturally yeah, that's right. diverse populations. Yeah. So, you know. I've got the savers thing a bit sorted. It's mm. a bit, it's a bit mm. special to me. I used to like the ones. I used to live out in Richmond, so uh, not Richmond, Ringwood. Out there, they've got really good stuff. Yeah, but I haven't been out there for nearly ten years now. They used to have a savers in Frankston, and its building was that old that the escalators and the um, the lifts in it were still wood. Wow. Yeah. It was fucking awesome. So you had like not only two stories yeah. as a thrift store, but yeah, then you could get on these really old sort of things, which normally you'd go cool, but they ended up having to close down because the building got... um Condemned? Yeah, condemned. <laughs> <laughs> so as that's, cool a, that's a good as, reason to close down, yeah. Yeah, as cool as these old features in the building were, the, the owners of the building refused to ever put any money fixing in and maintaining shit, so shit was always breaking down. Yeah. So did you really want to step into that lift? Did you have the rest of the day to waste if it broke down? Yeah. Yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. I've been stuck in a lift before. Oh, fuck that. Um, It was my 30th birthday, Mm -hmm. and there was 12 of us. Yep. Oh, my God, that would have been hot. We were going to Madame Brussels in the okay. city. I, so I, Madame, I didn't mean hot as in sexy. I'm thinking hot as in body hair. It was. In that small so space. for anyone who doesn't know, Madame Brussels is um, a beautiful, eclectic um, cocktail bar in the city. 
which is picnic-ish themed. Um, all the wait staff walk around in like little tennis skirts and shorts and it's, oh, what would you call it? Um, it's just really cute, really kitschy sort of stuff. But um, so they had the sign in the elevator saying 12 people max. And it's like, okay, cool, no problem. So there was 12 of us and then one of the staff members jumped in as well. And we were an inch from the elevator getting to the position in the building. And all of a sudden it's just stopped. Oops. And um, we were stuck in there for an hour. One of my friends was claustrophobic. Oh, that would have been fun. Yeah, fantastic, right? So we get out and... They've gone, oh, we would have given you a bottle of champagne as, you know, to say sorry, but there was too many of you in there. It's like, no, well, there was 12 of us in there and then one of your staff members jumped in. So that's not our fault. Yeah. Your staff member should have gotten out. Yeah. Not us. Yes. Mm. So anyway, doesn't matter. Can't even roared you off the champagne. Well, that's Doesn't fun. matter. Doesn't matter. We had a good night. We made up for it. Yeah. So no, we had a good um, night. We got really quite hammered because... Yeah, like I said, it was my 30th and it was just an excuse to get drunk and have a nice time in the city. I did say I'm not functioning that well today. <laughs> it's all those sausage rolls. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's not the sausage rolls. I made the sausage rolls. The sausage the rolls were nice, actually. See, vegetables are not bad. Vegetables are bad. She lied to me. I asked specifically if there were sneaky vegetables. In the sausage roll, and she went, no, no, no veggies. And there's carrot and zucchini <gasps> and onion. <gasps> That's it. All right, I only spied the carrot. I took a bite and I went, oh, there's carrot in this. You lied to me. So I usually put apple in there, but I didn't have any apples. Mm. I used zucchini instead. Yeah. So I ate two beans or peas, sugar snap beans out of the garden yesterday. And your veggies hidden in this sausage roll today. You know, that's veggies two, day, two days in a row. Yeah. Yeah, that my body's going to die of shock now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> You'll be pooping like a fiend. Oh, I can already poop like a... All that, like that fibre. Fuck, Jesus. Mate. I eat that much shit. You should see how many poop like a fiend. Like, it's... I... The amount of crap food I eat in my diet produces a really nice consistency for scat play, actually, and a high volume of poo because it's so much just rubbish that the body's got no nutritional value for. It's just pushing it all through the system. So speaking of poo, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I was telling you I, I ate those yo-yos yesterday. So I, had, I bought these raspberry and white chocolate melting moments or yo-yos. Wherever Which you come are not poo flavored. No, they're not poo flavored. They're raspberry and white chocolate. Yeah. So because I ate so many of them yesterday, my poop turned red. Yeah. As because I think it was colored with beetroot. Yeah. But I was in Vegas about fifteen years ago, and I was drinking these massive blue cocktails just walking up and down the strip, and that's all I was drinking for the entire day. Yeah. And then the next day. I went to the bathroom and my poops were green and I had to really think why and then I realised it clicked that it was the blue drink made my poop go green. I've had a red poo 
incident myself, actually. Yeah. Not not bloody poo, but red. Because Maz brought me a big packet of Redskins for Christmas one year. And I was on a diet at the time. So I figured if I just hurry up and ate the whole packet in one day, then I could get back to trying to get my body into ketosis. I, I, I do that. I do the same thing. It's like it's in my house. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it all now. So I'm not tempted by it tomorrow. Exactly. So I ate the whole entire big packet of red skins. And yeah, my poo turned red. <laughs> this is not the hygiene talk we're supposed to be having. No, I know. <laughs> Although... Hygiene around feces is very important because when the poo leaves the body, the bacteria in it explode, like they multiply exponentially and poo is not a very safe thing to play with as far as bacteria go. It depends what bacteria had growing in there, but you, you know what I mean? That's, that's a hygiene issue. It is, and also if your toilet is in your bathroom, when you poop, make sure you close the lid when you flush the toilet because you don't want those poop particles landing on your toothbrush. Oh, man, I love me a shitty toothbrush. Yeah, but that's your thing. <laughs> that's your thing. Like, like, poop and scat is your thing, right? It's not my thing. <laughs> Actually, I do draw the line with at, at shit in my mouth. No, there's no. no shit in my mouth. Yeah, I put shit on my body, but not in my mouth. No no. No no. No 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't even want it on my body. No, I don't no, even no. want to look at it. You don't want to know shit it, it. Fuck. No. Shit it, shit it, shit it. No, I really yeah. don't. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm in a, a booking, when we're doing a scat booking, like I find I don't notice the smell of poo when I'm actually playing at a scene. As soon as the scene's finished, then I notice the smell. And yeah. like, but during the t- scene, it, it's fine. But if it's a really long scat booking, um, then the smell eventually kicks in anyway. And there's been a few times I'm like, you know, having a shitty tit fuck. And the, and just the smell wafting up oh. with each, each thrust is just like... <laughs> but you're trying to keep a nice, happy, sexy no, smile. No, 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 no. The amount of times I've had uh, potential clients ask me to poop for them, to for them to take away to do their own thing with, I'm just... No, I'm sorry. I can't. Um, I've had I've done enough stool samples for testing and stuff. No, no thank you. I actually have a friend that's a worker. She had a she rang me the other day. She had an request request for that. A guy just wanted a mm-hmm. poop. He just wanted a poop. And she was like, Oh, oh pardon me, I've got the hiccups and the burps. Oh, and apologise for the noise for the trams outside. Yeah, I'm but, sorry. I live in the city. I've yeah, got right. trams and traffic and right, like, right. three metres away from my window. Yeah, so. But, um, yeah, as she was saying, like, you know, vegan, she's gone, well, ha- how do I get it all a nice consistency for stuff and what do I eat and everything? And the more we talked about it, the more I had to consider it because obviously I'm the furthest thing from vegan you could possibly <laughs> Actually, get. no, I'm the furthest from vegan <laughs> that you could possibly. I'm... On the other side of that spectrum, I am a carnivore at the moment. So pretty yeah. much majority, 90%, is my diet is meat. Yeah. Except for tonight. I had sausage rolls. Uh, with sneaky veggies in them. She realised then, like after our conversation, that her shit doesn't stink the way shit should, should because she's vegan. It's what, like... It stinks more? No, no, it doesn't stink. There's not much to it. It's liquidy. It's Ugh. not the right consistency. She didn't 
for mm. for play. No, it's really not. Yeah, and it I was going to say she needs to increase all... her fiber, but obviously she's getting a lot of fiber. Yeah. So I don't know. I if, don't know what she could do. If there is a vegan mistress that's a scat specialist out there that can answer the question of how you get a nice scat like consistency consistency when you're vegan, fucking I'd love to hear from it. But um, I don't have the answer for that question because I'm fucking. I could go months without eating a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a reason I'm so sexually curvaceous, and it's got nothing to do with veggies. Actually, no, I've gone a couple of months without vegetables as well, and it's quite easy to do. Um, since I've become carnivore, there's a lot of research out there that states that we as humans don't actually need to consume vegetables because our bodies don't digest fiber properly because we don't have the stomach and the bacteria and all that sort of stuff and we actually can't digest the the nutrients in food properly if there's no fat that's true because Mm. a lot of those nutrients are need fat to be soluble Mm. to be taken up into our um, blood system and digested through the liver and stuff like not digested through the liver but um, digested through the intestines and uptaken into the blood and the liver and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that's very true. You do need fat in your body. And the best kind of fat is animal fat. We're animals, after all. We're not plants. Yeah. And if um a, if a cannibal was ever to eat me, there's plenty of fat to make sure they get all this the nutrients. Is, this is very true. And that's where we body. store all our hormones as well. Oh. And create our hormones, especially oh. us women. Well, yeah, I just moan and there's a hormone, so... Hormone! Hormtish! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, it seems like we're going away from the hygiene and we more are. into Oh, my God. See, this food. is what happens. So we've been in lockdown and haven't been able to catch up, and now no. we're here to actually educate people, and instead we're... Well, we are educating people, just educating them on a different topic. Food hygiene, maybe? <laughs> Don't stick your carrot up your ass and then eat it. Although you could, just make sure you wash it really well and peel it. Or stick it up your ass and then just chuck it away. Well, yeah, compost heap. That extra. Yeah? Yeah. My cousin at his Bucks night, they had a stripper that fucked herself with vegetables and then chopped up the veggies and cooked them a stir fry with the veggies she'd fucked herself with. I actually had um, a video client the other day who fucked himself with a carrot. Yeah. And I made him eat it afterwards. Ooh. Yeah. Did he have a condom on the carrot when he fucked himself? Yeah. Oh, okay. He's getting off it easy. Yeah, I know. I know, but, you know, I still made him eat the carrot. He still made the carrot. I've licked a few shitty dildos in my day. But then I also do ass to mouth. Yeah. So, um, with enduring sex, so... Well, see, I don't really do anal, so... Yeah. And, oh. and that one video that I've done... Yeah. Where I did do anal... Yeah, no, I didn't put it in my mouth afterwards. Yeah. No. That was a very special person. And that was a, a very special person. And a very special occasion, and, and you... And, and stuff. I don't want to say you loved each other very much, because... <laughs> You know, when a when a man and a woman or a person and a person feel very specially a certainly is something about each other, they yeah. let each other stick it in the butt. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I am very particular about who I allow to penetrate me anally. Yeah, which is fair. And 
It's a trust thing. It's a huge trust thing. Um, it's a very mon- vulnerable thing. Yeah, it really is. It really yeah. is. Um, so, yeah, I, I just... If anyone out there is wondering whether I will do it with them, maybe. It's a big, big maybe. Um, I have to trust you 100% before I allow you to do anything like that. And that doesn't come into clients. I wouldn't imagine. Because um, the trust you have with clients is very different. It is very different. Like, if it's been with a client that I have known for a very long time, like years, yeah, possibly. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not the kind of um, provider that just allows anyone to do it. Yeah. It's just, it's not really something I really enjoy. Mm. I really have to be in the mood for it. Yeah. Yeah. And that includes a connection. And that connection. And how are you with your thoughts about butt hygiene if you're going to do it? Are you a doucher or are you... When I filmed, yes. Yep. When I've done it in my private life, um, no. Yep. Because I've always used condoms, which makes it a lot easier. It does make it a lot easier. It annoys me that all the platforms that we distribute our content for sale on are all fucking heinously anti-scat, as in you can't even show a little bit. Yeah. And so this is the thing. Even if the performers are all comfortable with filming mm. without having douche first, you've got to douche first anyway because if, oh, my heaven, my God, there's a little bit of shit on his dick caught on film, the platform be like, oh, no, oh, no, you're banned. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Fuck, man. People are precious. It's People just, are precious. It's just body waste, dude. It's like blood. Mm-hmm. Everyone has blood. Big oh. deal. Oh my god! Chop somebody's head off and there's blood yeah, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. Oh, you know, a bit of menstruation on a blood menstruation or, blood or, or, or like a um, knife play and you cut someone accidentally and there's a tiny little bit of blood. Yeah, it's like oh my god! Or, my or, eyes, yeah, it's the end of the world. Needle play. Obscene, obscene. It's exactly right. And it's only obscene because it's a needle or it's a knife and it's like, ooh. Oh, yeah, because the same platforms that don't allow any bit of poo, don't allow any bit of blood. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, violence is far more obscene than consensual <laughs> yeah. body fluids. It's exactly right. And it's body fluids we all have. Mm-hmm. And we all should be comfortable with our own body fluids. Fuck yeah. But then at the same time, be hygienic. Be hygienic. Which yeah. is tonight's topic. Be hygienic <laughs> with your body fluids. And, and keep your body fluids to yourself. Yes, yes. Which is safer sex. Safer sex is keeping exactly right. your body fluids exactly right. to yourself. Uh-huh. Hygiene. Yeah, you got to wash your vulva and your pee-pee. And your butthole. Your butthole. And your fingers. And your fingers. These are important things. Oh, and your mouth too. Brush and your, your teeth. Brush teeth. Mouth scrape wash. your tongue. Brush yes. your tongue. Scrape your tongue. Mouthwash is actually... Um, if you have a decent brand mouthwash, like it's got a bit of kick to it, none of that cheap shit, um, is actually helpful in reducing the transmission of STIs orally mouth to mouth by quite a significant. Oh, really? Yeah. Is there a particular brand or? I know the studies that were done here in Melbourne were done with a particular type of Listerine. I'm not sure which type of Listerine it was. And yeah. Listerine isn't one of the best ones. You're far better to go something like Sazapol or whatever. What's the one that Colgate, Colgate make? Yeah, I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, of course. That sort of bacterial Yeah, yeah, stuff. that's got far more kick in it. So if you go that, if you use that before and after kicking, then, yeah, you greatly reduce the... That's really interesting. Because... Yeah. 
Yeah, you don't want to be going and brushing your teeth no. right before. Yeah, that's a bad thing. Right before kissing someone because you can always cut your gums with the toothbrush if you brush too hard. Yeah, and also you're opening up those little spaces between your teeth and yeah. your gums. That, you know what it's like. If we haven't brushed our teeth for a couple of days and our gums bleed, mm-hmm. you know, there's no wound as such, but it's just opened that up sort of thing. Yeah, and inflammation. Yeah, inflammation. Yeah. And same sort of thing. You go brushing yourself before kissing, then that's all inflamed, maybe not to a visual degree. Yeah. But in the micro things going on there, you've basically opened you up for like a straight dump into your body of any yeah. potential so, um in other words carry some mouthwash with you yeah mouthwash is good shit yeah, like brush your teeth like an hour before you see somebody not five minutes beforehand, beforehand. yeah but definitely mouthwash five minutes beforehand yeah and, and mouthwash straight after as well yeah so it's good because we need to really be aware that these days there's more and more strains of stis that are transmissible orally and through kissing yeah so these are the new this is the world we live in now people just like after age you had to wrap your cock now after super bugs you gotta swish your mouth (laughs) (laughs) actually you just have to like just disinfect your entire body your entire body all your membranes fucking just the whole bloody work (laughs) mate you want to go into the bedroom like covered in a fucking a body condom body condom yeah whole entire case going right baby (laughs) i'm here let's get funky Yeah, yeah, lube is very important. Lube is very important. Condoms are designed to be used with lube. Without lube, you increase your chances of breakage extremely much. But even if, even if you are fluid bonded with somebody, Mm. you still want to use lube, Mm. especially if you're going to be having anal sex. Oh yes, that's a big one. You lube, especially if you're going to be doing anal sex. But even if it's just your standard penis in vagina or fingers in vagina, wherever wherever you're inserting, you want to make sure you're using lube and you're using a really good quality lube because the last thing you want to do is end up getting thrush. Yes, thrush, micro tears, they're all an issue. And the thing is, the things that we put into our bodies these days... BV. Yeah, BV, all oh. that ones, yeah, yeah. You might want to tell us a bit about that in a minute once I finish crapping mm-hmm. on a bit. A lot of the chemicals we're putting into our bodies generally today, like just in our everyday medications, freaking, they really do dry out the vagina's ability to produce as much self-lubrication as yep. natural. Yeah. Like the modern world is fucked on, on our poor genitals, believe it or not. So lube, it doesn't matter who the fuck you are, lube, it's important. And, and even as we get older, especially us women, with our hormones, they are constantly adjusting. Mm. Um, and as at each stage of our life, our, our body fluids are also adjusting. And as we get older, unfortunately, our hormones decrease um, certain functions. And one of those functions is self-lubrication. Yep. And you just need to accept that lube is necessary yeah so and we also need to be careful about the ingredients that we are inserting inside of us especially cheap lubes that um bulk out with glycerin 
mm-hmm. the glycerin is sugar, which is one ingredient that thrush thrives on. Um, and even just our diets eating sugar also can, can contribute to candida, which is thrush. Yeah. Just be really careful. And also your petroleum-based mm-hmm. lubes and everything. So, you know, people talk about the good old classic vaso. Like, as much as I love a classic as, as any other person, yeah, don't. Don't use vaso. I know um, when you get the, um, the latex-free condoms, they come with a sachet of petroleum gel. Oh, my God. Do they really? Yeah. Oh, my fucking God. So I just want to, like, grab whoever's, like, in that company decided that was a good idea because petroleum jelly, hint there, right in the name, petroleum jelly, petrol jelly. What do you think you make? they make it from? It's a byproduct from, like, you know, made from the byproducts of making petrol. Do you want to be putting petrol on your membranes in your body? Fuck no. no. Fuck no. That is bad. It's not compatible with our natural juices anyway. Mm. And it'll just dry you out in the end. Yeah, yeah, no. Fuck that shit, man. Yeah, don't, yeah. don't put fucking vas- no. vaso on your, your pussy or your ass. Those, no. those membranes are far too delicate. Yes, yes they are. So, BV. BV, bacterial vaginosis, for those who do not know. Yeah. Now, this is the one that I always... Now you're, it's come up a bit a few times on the show... And I sit there going, BV, it's, 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 and I can never, never remember the, the proper yeah, Latin so name. So I just go, bacteria vagina, because it's the Latin <laughs> for bacteria vagina. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so run us again. It's, it's bacterial vaginosis. That's the words I can never remember. <laughs> <laughs> and basically what happens is there's a foreign bacteria that's introduced into the vagina. It flourishes, causing discharge, smell. Just really uncomfortable sort of situation. And it's as easy as introducing a new partner, um, inserting something foreign into your vagina, um, a new type of lubricant. Fingering. Can do it. Fingering, All especially if, that lives in if, under you, nails. if you don't clean your fingers and underneath your nails properly. Um, so... And one thing you can do is to use a condom on fingers or gloves if you're fingering someone. But make sure you, you guff your nails and your hands. Cuts are not good or anything. No. Well, you know, that's an open wound, which is also yeah. a risk factor. But, you know, um, BV is the bane of... It's really not uncommon for sex workers to struggle mm. with this a lot. I'm one of the lucky ones. I don't have that yeah. issue. Touch what, wood. What I've found is if you get it, you're very likely to get it again and again and again. Yeah. It's not one of those things that you treat and it just goes away. It's just something that once you've had it, you're very predisposed to getting it again and again. Yeah. And the thing, like, all those situations that we're talking about, new dicks, different lubes, different condom brands, fingers and all that sort of thing, you know, they're the sorts of things that sex workers are having to deal with their jobs regularly, regularly. I've come across sex workers time and time again where BV is, like, the bane of their worst existence, the poor darlings. They do everything right, but they still keep on ending up. And also, um, working at... One of their conditions is if you have BV, you can't provide golden showers, mm-hmm. especially in Queensland. 
mm. because mm. then you're passing that bacterial strain onto that client. Yeah, when we get it, we can't work. Yeah. That's fucked. That's affecting yeah. your income. Now, like, I haven't personally had BV, mm. but I've heard that the smell when you get BV is that it's that, that fishy it's smell that people fishy. talk about. You know what? Other people probably don't notice it, mm-hmm. but when you have it, you notice it. And you know, as soon as you get that, mm. you know you've got it. Yeah. You know. Like, yeah. Even if you, without the discharge, without the, the discomfort, all that. Yeah. Once you know that smell, yeah, you know that you when you've got it yeah. again. See, whereas I'm not, I haven't had BV and I'm not predisposed mm. to it, but I am naturally predisposed to UTIs. Okay, and that's something I've been predisposed to since I was a child. And that smell that you get in your urine from a UTI, I know that it's like. Woo, I've only ever, I've only ever had it once, and it wasn't even a sexual thing. Yeah, well, sec- that's the thing. UTIs don't have to yeah. be sexual. Just because a person's got a UTI doesn't, but then you can very much get UTIs from sex. Oh yes, <laughs> oh, yes, 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 you can. <laughs> but also, it, urine doesn't get stinky and funky with a UTI um, until the the infection's well and truly developed. Because when you have a UTI and it starts getting smelly and um, cloudy looking, that's because there's actual literal pus particles yeah. in your urine. Yes. It's not fun. No. And it's not fun going to the toilet when you have a UTI. Oh, no, that That's fucking hurts shit. like a bitch. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. So for those who don't know what a UTI is, urinary tract infection. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story, right? Because, like I said, I'm naturally predisposed to it. I take supplements every day to that I found highly reduce my occurrence of it. And, you know, there's the u- other usual things like weeing straight after sex to help stop yes, it. Yes, I do that. Yeah. Before and, and after, just to make sure. Yeah, so there's different things like that you can try and be proactive about to reduce your risk of getting one. But this one particular day, and my doctors know that I know how to manage it as well and mm-hmm. that I will only come and ask for an antibiotic if it's really bad. Do you use over-the-counter stuff or do you just get prescription stuff for your UTIs? Um, my daily stuff is just over the counter vitamin supplements, yep. like um, good old cranberry. Yeah, because you know, because yep. you know, people say, "Oh, um, drink cranberry juice mm-hmm. for it." Well, it's full of sugar. It is. Yeah. And so, if you've got sh- funky shit going on with your vagina, and then add a lot of sugar to it, that can not help Flare the problem. Up the yep. Brush as well. So I have cranberry supplements I oh, take every day. Capsules. The capsules. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that keeps me on top. It, I have to have done something especially stupid then for me to get a UTI. Yeah. And then I will try and cheat it treat it myself by overdosing on those mm-hmm. and stuff um, before I go to the doctor. The doctor knows that if I'm turned up and asking for a script for my UTI, then it's gotten really bad. Because yeah. as we know, if we use prescription-like antibiotics too often, then things get resistant and that's bad. So this one particular day, I've turned up to my GP and I've gone to him and, and this is because I have two GPs, a male and a female, that I see for different, you know, whatever. But anyway, so I've gone to the male ones this day and I've turned around and said, oh, I've got a, a UTI. And he's gone, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's gone, oh, yeah, you're normally pretty good at keeping on top of yeah. this. Like, what do you think? You know, we better get to the bottom of what caused it. And I went, oh, no, 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 I know what caused <laughs> this one. And he's going... Really? And I'm going, no, no, I can assure you, I know what caused this one. No. And he's just looked at me and I said, well, 
I got upside down and then I used a speculum to hold my pussy open. Why I got this guy to piss in my vagina through the speculum and then we took the speculum out, me staying upside down the whole time to hold all the piss in my vagina and then I got him to fist my vagina while it was full of his piss. And my doctor sort of just looked at me and sort of you could see him take a deep breath and just go, yeah, that that would do it. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're giving him an education. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your script, yes. <laughs> like, I told you, you didn't need to know. Yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> Trust me, when when I say you don't need to know, I know what I've done. Yeah. Don't want to go any further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I keep my doctors' lives interesting. Mm. I think I'd hate to think how boring their work days would be without me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, over lockdown because my doctors aren't doing face to face consults yeah. at all; they're only doing phones. So my usual fortnightly testing I'm having to do for porn, and now we're allowed to see a visit a bubble buddy and those other few social thingos that were allowed i've been going right i will film with my bubble yeah. buddy and stuff like that so i'm back to my fortnightly testing usually my tests would be done by my doctor they can't i have to go to pathology and okay. so i've gone to this little tiny pathology clinic because i live out fucking way out of the city and they're arguing with me about me needing my swabs and i'm going I'm telling you, I need all my orifices swabbed. And me and this guy, and this guy's going, I've been a pathologist for 20 years. And I'm going, well, I need it for my job. And we're having this argument yeah. and everything. And then finally he's gone, what could you possibly need your ass and, you know, your three swabs, anal, vaginal and oral for? He goes, there's no read whatsoever. I said, but actually, my job is porn. I do porn. I do need them. And the look on shock at his face, he's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, okay. And then I've gone again back, you know, because I've had to go. You know, that was mm. the first time. And now I've been back a fortnight since. And I've walked in and I've seen the same guy. And I've gone, oh, hello, it's you. And he's gone, oh, it's you. He's gone, yeah, we've ordered in extra swabs, especially just for you. <laughs> so did you make him do the swabs for you? No, no, you I, I do the swabs. But I really like him because, like you said, he's been a pathologist for 20 yeah. years and he's so friggin' good with that needle and I've got That's stupid good. veins. I had mine done on Monday and um, I think I had, like, a trainee nurse. Because uh. she put the needle in. She was shaking, first of all. You kind of see the bruise there. Yeah. Um, she was shaking when she was just about to insert the needle. I'm watching. And I'm the kind of person who likes to watch yeah, yeah. what they do. Yeah. She's shaking while she's... And she stuck it in. And you know, usually when they get it, like in the right spot, the sweet yeah. spot, that little bit of blood just comes through yeah, yeah. The, the tip. No, there was no blood there. Yeah. Um, so and she's put the vial in and she's wriggling it around. Oh, and I'm just like, oh, what are you God. doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and then finally she's gotten it and it's just gone. Psh, 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 yeah. Psh. I'm like, oh, my fucking God. But just watching her hand, she's just shaking as she's putting it towards the vein and just like, I don't like this. Because she was going to go for the one in the middle, like right in the middle of my elbow crook. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you can't see it. How are you going to get that? Well, actually, 
as you know, I, ha- I have a history. Once upon a time, I was an intravenous drug addict. Uh-huh. So let me tell you how you find those veins you can't see. You do them by feel. Well, she was feeling around. She couldn't feel anything. And I'm like, dude, there's one right there. You can see, see. it. You can see it. Go for the one that you can see, please. <laughs> it's going to cause you a lot less trouble. I've only ever had one nurse confidently go for my left arm. So I have a tattoo in my elbow pit. Yeah. And she got it straight yeah. away. She's the only one I'll ever let do that. Because usually I get them taken out of my left elbow. Yeah, well, right-handed, the, your dominant hand's normally your bigger veins. So they're easier yeah. to, to find. And I have very fine veins, deep veins, and they tend to be quite flimsy okay. as well. They don't seem to tend to be like nice and full and puffed mm-hmm. up like normal veins. Oh, my God. People coming near my veins, they just butcher it. And I just want to go, give me the fucking needle. I'll get it for you first go. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the sort of thing. And the funniest thing, like my GP, they've got it like they're nurses. We've had a whole string of new nurses in the end of last year, beginning of this year. And they've all apparently got backgrounds and I did pathology in the army for however many (laughs) years or I did this. And you see them coming at me with totally the wrong gauge needle to start with. And you're just like, oh, honey, oh, honey, (laughs) not with my veins. No, no, no. And then you see them fucking dick assing around in your veins and still not getting it right. And you're just like, oh, my God. But people get rather, they treat you differently if you go, look, I fucking used to shoot myself up. I know yeah. how to fucking, you just give me the thing. I can even tell you all about it. If you would let me <laughs> just show you and explain you my veins. Nobody's ever left let near my left vein because my left arm, the veins are so flimsy in that. Yeah. This guy is so good. I'm just like, I seen him the other day and went, I'll give you a challenge. Here's my left arm. And yeah, I can't see. Them. Yeah, and he's Jesus like, and he could get it. Yeah, we, he got good. it first go. It was a lot slower, and he's going, "Oh, you're right. <coughs> these veins are very flimsy." And I'm like, oh, yeah. "But you got it. Yeah. You're Mine, fucking good." It's like you get my vein, and the, that blood's just, <laughs> just squirting out. But then I, I do drink a lot of water, so yeah, yeah. I'm very, very hydrated. Yeah, I should drink more water. But yeah, hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yes, this this little pathology that's probably never had to do a swab in God knows mm. how long is now well and truly stopped because they're expecting me every fortnight. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to say. I love educating the nurses and doctors down at Melbourne Sex Health Clinic about pornography. Because oh, they yeah. had just got no idea. Yeah, because they're they, really good at used, used to working with escorts, like sex yeah, workers. Yeah, sex but not workers they're, they're okay with. But yeah. when they when they um, when they asked me about um, why I want to get my tests done so often, it's like, well, I do porn, so we want to make sure that our tests are up to date. Yeah, that you know we're not passing on anything to other performers that. They're going to go work with other people. I'm going to go work with other people. I want to make sure that I'm 100% clean. Yeah. And they're always questioning. It's like, well, don't you use condoms? It's like, well, well with some people, yes. Some people, no. But the majority of porn, no. Yeah. yeah. It depends. It depends on, on the performer. Each performer is different. There are some performers that will only make content with men if they use a condom. And there's others that prefer not to. Mm. And 
and I totally get it. It's all personal preference. Mm. Yeah, just educating them on why I need to have this done and why I need an actual copy of my results. Mm -hmm. That's another one too. Yeah, Yeah. it's like not only do I need to see that I have negative tests, it's one thing for you to say, yes, everything's fine, but my co-stars and the production companies, they want to see that I've got a clean test as well. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just making sure that they're covered as well as me being covered and me being protected and, and doing the right thing for my co-stars as well because I don't want it to get back to me that I've got something and I've passed it on to yep. somebody else unknowingly yeah, or even knowingly. Yeah, because that's know. the thing. Our industry here in Australia is so small. <coughs> One it of is. us gets something, it'll spread around yeah, us like wildfire exactly right. and we'll ruin everybody's fucking yeah. career and never, nobody will forgive you. No, that's right. That's right. They won't, they won't want to work with you because yep. you've just done something really irresponsible. Mm. So, yeah, it's, that's why we get tested so often. Like, I feel that the quarterly testing that we have to get done here in Victoria is not enough. Because mm, it used to be monthly yes, and then they used changed to be monthly, it. And I much preferred it when it was monthly. I was quite happy to go in and get it done monthly. You know what? I preferred it when it was monthly as well. Um, but now, like with shooting porn and because Melbourne Sex Health Clinic, they won't retest me if I've just had tests done. They won't retest me again. Oh, they've gotten like that now. They've have gotten they? like that. They're like, no, your last test was clear. You're fine. We're not going to retest you. It's they a resources. Be, yeah, it's a resources, resources thing. Because I knew last year they were struggling resource yeah. wise. So obviously this year they've brought so in all these now new things. I have to go between another clinic to get my testing done. I'll go to Melbourne Sex Health and then I'll go to Family Planning. Oh fuck me! I can't fucking stand Family Planning. Which one? The one in Melbourne. I've been to the one in the city, and every oh. single time they've been fantastic with oh, me. Oh no! I've, I've been to Box Hill. I've found them. I oh, know the one in in the city. Whenever I've dealt with them, I've found them that they talk down to me. That they've got no fucking clue what they're doing when taking my bloods. Oh, really? I've had yeah nothing but bad. Or, experiences with them it's like fuck no i wouldn't send me dog there okay so glad to hear you haven't yeah, had shit I've, experiences. I've, been, I've been going there for two years now and i've had yeah i've had really good experiences with i probably them. haven't been in two years because the last yeah. time they were that fucking bad with my bloods i was like nope nope yeah. nope 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 so and i've since found my awesome gp that actually mm. fucking knows about stis yeah so I don't, I no longer have to travel into the city to get my testing and, done. And like, I, I have to pay when I go to um, family planning, but it's not much. But still, that's yeah, still. Yeah, so like, I'd rather go there than always go back to Melbourne Sex Health because the nurses, there's such a high rotation of doctors and nurses at yeah. Melbourne Sex Health. Whereas at family planning, it's usually the same nurses. So yeah. I get to see the same ones yeah. over and over again. Um, it's one of the things that I found too, because like in Australia, we're and they still do visual tests. Oh, the family planning. Yep. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that because when mm-hmm. I heard that Melbourne Health had dropped their visual tests, I was not happy. We're really lucky in Australia that Medicare does provide us mm. with free STI testing, which other countries call STD. Yeah. Do you remember when it used to be STDs yeah. in Australia and they yeah, changed yeah. it to STIs? But anyway, we get free STI testing. But my GP, uh, I couldn't get in with them the other day to get to my latest lot of tests. And so I had to 
go to a different doctor that I don't normally to. And I had to have a full on argument with this doctor about doing all the standard tests because they've gone, well, it's just a waste of money. For who? Yeah, they're not paying for it. It's the fucking government. For who? Wouldn't they rather know that their citizens are looking after their sexual health? I know, right? It's far cheaper to find an in, and a disease or infection early on and treat early treatment. <laughs> I know. It is far cheaper for the government for early early detection and early treatment to allow it to go on and then it's a fucking far more expensive thing. I'm just like, where is the logic? Yeah. Oh, let's not test them for yeah. the, all the main common. There should, there should definitely be more incentive out there for the general public to go out and get these testing done mm. at least yearly. Oh, at least yearly. And I don't give a fuck if you're in a monogamous relationship, okay, <coughs> and that you trust that person with your life. Okay, well, I'm happy for you, and I'm not saying they're a cheater, but life has taught me cheating can be defined differently by different people. This is true. And even kissing. Even kissing, kissing somebody. Kissing somebody. This is the thing. Things are transferred so easy these days. You don't need to have sex to catch something. You don't need to have penetration. You don't... Fuck me. You could be really unlucky and get mm-hmm. something off a dunny seat. Now, yeah. Now, fucking, I know that sounds a bit extreme, but, okay, I'll give you a per- case point and example, right? Myself. Now, as we know, I'm a larger woman. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I went over to America, mm-hmm. I wasn't as large as I am now, but I, I still was voluptuous. I probably would have been about a size 18, Okay. Say. So I went over to America, and America, their dunnies are shaped different to ours. They are, and they're, the water comes all the way up. Yeah, and they're long dunnies. They are really weird. They're uh, shaped. There's this big, long oval that's like, so you're sitting on the long bit, and it's not sitting across, it's not like it's wide, like your butt no. gets wide. It's long. And I remember standing there at these dunnies going, what the fuck is with these long jun- dunnies? When you get fat, you get a wide ass, not a long ass. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? You have to sit sideways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these fucking dunnies had me perplexed. They were the weirdest fucking things. I came home going, Americans are fucked in the head. You should see what they do with their dunnies. We're smart and have dual flush to save water. These cunts can't even make their bowls the right shape. So <laughs> I get home, blah, blah, blah. Life goes on. I get bigger and bigger and bigger. And I discover the reason for the long dunnies. When you start getting extremely overweight or a lot or whatever, when you reach behind to wipe your bum, it pushes your pussy forward, doesn't it? So if your standard Australian toilet, when a bigger person wipes their bum, their pussy gets pushed all the way onto the seat. So that's all your vaginal fluids are on that seat. If you have your period, there is now a big blood smear all on that seat. So you're trusting the person before you wasn't one of those overweight people and actually cleaned the seat. Now, what in the toilet have you got to actually sanitise a seat? Like, I know they're super paranoid in the States as well because they've got those uh, the paper toilet Mm. liners as well. Yeah, which we don't have. We have in some toilets in Australia, but not many. But still, you know what I'm saying? So if you've used the toilet after a larger lady on her period... Yeah. There's realistically, there's going to be blood particles on that seat, and even the, if you can't goes, see it. Same goes for guys when they're sitting there because it's like it's not like their junk is 
erect all the time. It's going to be... Yeah, you could be sitting on the dunny wiping and your you ass. And you can forward and your junk touches the front of the toilet junky, seat. You've got syphilis cock, which, you know, discharge yeah. and it's wiped on the seat. Exactly right. So you don't have to have sex to catch an STI. Yeah. And The so chances of this happening is very, very slim. It is slim. They but slim. But bacteria can live for a long enough time. It, it can live a day. Yeah. In the you know on a hard surface like that, yep. the right humidity conditions. Yeah, yeah, right conditions. Yeah, it can live a day. So sometimes you're just fucking unlucky. Mm. So I'm a strong believer, and we should be ditching this whole do you are you do you only have one partner? Yeah. Everybody should be tested every yeah. year, yeah. if not every six months. Yeah. And and if you're a client of sex workers and you're in a monogamous relationship, monogamous in air quotes air quotes. You're not in a monogamous relationship. Your partner might be in a monogamous relationship, but you're not. And your poor partner has no idea. No. Now, so I, you should at least be going to get tested. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I do subscribe to the the thing that if you go and see a sex worker, it's not cheating on your partner because no situation... Oh, pardon me. I've got the burps. Must be the um, sausage rolls. I've got them too. Yeah, I think it is. That, that burp just tasted like it's a sausage It's all those vegetables. <laughs> see, I told you veggies are evil. So, yeah, so there's no black and white. There's different situations. Everybody has sexual needs for their mental mm-hmm. health. So I don't – if you have a sexual need your partner cannot provide, I definitely think you should see a sex worker where there is no emotional connection, where it is a transaction rather than cheating on your wife or partner with, with another person where with things – random Tinder date or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because that, that that's a hookup. That's not a transaction. Yeah. That's a bit different. But the partner that isn't comfortable with that sort of stuff has no idea. So meanwhile, they're going to the doctor, oh, no, I'm monogamous. I only have sex with my husband. And your husband that has extra needs other than standard vanilla sex is going and seeing a mistress or yep. an escort and having whatever, and they don't know. Uh-huh. And yet still, mentally, that's not cheating. Well, some people consider yeah. it is, but a lot of people don't. And also... When you go and get your health tests done, your STI tests done as well, if you have sex with a partner who does have something, that won't come up in your results instantly either. Mm -hmm. Usually it takes about six weeks for it to incubate before it'll actually appear in your results. Mm. So in those six weeks, you could be transmitting it to other people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's all kind of really really complicated. Fuck me, Jesus. All these super strains of yeah. STIs getting around now, they scared the bejeebas out yeah. of me. I'm now starting to understand the concept of, you know, when you hear of AIDS parties where you have a whole little group of sexual yeah. partners together because they all know they've all got it anyway. Yeah. Now I'm starting to think I could see a world where in the future where we've got untreatable syphilis parties and things and like that. Yeah, yeah, gonorrhea <laughs> parties and everything and stuff like that. Because, man, I've got this thing. It's a super bug. I'm stuck it with life. It can't be treated. Yeah. But I still want to have an orgy. <laughs> yeah. But these are why part of things why, um, well, body fluid tracking and stuff they've yeah. talked to. But it also comes down to hygiene. This is why we make you have a shower before a booking. Doesn't matter if you had a shower before you drove there. Exactly right. Because you, touching surfaces. Touching surfaces. Touch your dick. Fucking touch your dick when you wash your dick. You know, touch all these face. things. Touch, mm, all the things. Scratch all the your things. Head. And then you scratch at that scab that's on the top of your head because you know 
Yeah. There's a lump there and you scratch it and then it forms a scab and then you scratch it again because there's a scab there. Yeah, and, and it's summer and you got a pimple in your hair and Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Just have a shower. Just have a shower. But and now this this is this And don't put your clothes back on. Yeah, don't put your clothes back on. That's just um did the shower. So she'll just have to have another shower again. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh look, I took off my manky crusty undies and had a with my pre cum in them and I had a shower and I'm all nice and clean. I put those crusty pre cum undies back on. In the shower, let's talk about what should happen in the shower. Yes. We should definitely be washing under foreskins, people. If you've got a foreskin. If you've got a foreskin, wash the fuck. Oh, my God. The amount of dick cheese I see in work. (laughs) (laughs) I have not seen any. Oh, haven't you? I have not seen any for the last nine months because I've not been working. Oh, yeah, because our industry's been shut down. But normally we fucking see a lot of dick cheese. Oh, yeah. Oh, my fucking God. And I sit there looking at these people going... You said you just showered. Yeah. <laughs> or, and try, and pull, try to pull back the foreskin on some ethnicities. Yeah, where they haven't been encouraged to clean under their foreskin from birth and so it hasn't got that flexibility from natural, yeah. you know, your everyday. Like, don't get me wrong, I know some people have a medical problem mm, where they it's can't. It's called phimosis. So my brother, my dad, my both, they both had that problem with the foreskin and had to have it cut off at later in life because it wouldn't retract yeah. to be able to clean under. But um, one of my girlfriends, her son, I think he's five and he had to have his done because he got cause that. Yeah. Because so, poor guy. It's just been so it is hor- horrible. And there's also options like cotton buds and shit like that to clean under there. <laughs> you look, you know, okay, I understand those situations. You're not going to get it perfect, but fuck me. Don't let it get cheesy, right? The, the best way to prevent that is to wank. To stretch <laughs> that. Yes. Is it? Is it technically a sphincter or not? No, it's not technically a sphincter. It's skin. It is skin. So it can be stretched over time yeah. like the skin when you put on weight yeah. can be stretched over time. If you do it too fast, okay. it's going to tear. Yeah, yeah. But it can be slowly stretched right. over time like other skin can be slowly okay. stretched okay. over time. So, yeah, wanking is probably the best way to do it. Yeah, wanking. Thing. Or just slowly every day pull it, pulling it back while you're in the shower and just every day. And over time, it's not going to happen in a week or two. It's going to take months if yeah. not years. Yeah. But you are going to get more flexibility in that skin to be able to clean under it. And if you can't clean under it properly, if it's really, really not, then do see your doctor. You need to get your doctor. Something. Yeah, it's have something done about it because it's not hygienic. It's 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 not hygienic. It's a real health issue. There are membranes under there, and shit. And bacteria. Bacteria in there. Um, a membrane. Things get into the body through membranes so yeah. easy. And, yeah, it increases your risks of STI. Yeah, it really does. They have Studies have found that you um, actually increases your risk by 50%. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it'll also it increase your chances of fungal infections. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of gross. And that's where the smells come from. Yeah, yeah, the smell. Nobody wants to. skin. Nobody wants to be sucking a smelly dick. No. Oh. Or even a smelly pussy. Yeah, yeah, you're like you're not gonna want to go down on a BV pussy. No, you know, they 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 aren't gonna want to suck a dick cheese dick. Clean your balls. Balls. Oh my God, sweaty salmonly ball smell. <laughs> 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 
Okay, now when I say clean your balls, I don't mean splash some shower water on it. I don't mean grab the soap and just rush it around the front of your balls. I mean lift that lift. sack. Get, get get under the gooch. Get under the gooch. Get. Cl fucking all around. Get. Sud that fucker. Lather. Mm, Make lather. sure that there's a nice foamy lather in that whole genital area from the front all the way around yeah, to yeah, the top yeah. of your crack. Yeah, above, like, you know, you'd, we, wherever your pubes grow, or like, you know, in your pubic thing, wash all that, wash your cock, mm -hmm. and your ass crack, man. Don't just fucking, like, hope it's going to trail down there. Get your fingers with some soap on them. It's not gay. It's not gay, and wash that shit out, okay? Don't stick your finger up your butt. That's no well, need. you can if you want. Well, you can. I'm not. I'm but not a fan. I'm not an advocate of soap up the butt. No, no, no. Dry it out. Soap in any orifice. No, they're membranes, no. and the soap's not good for that. No. So, but you know that whole crack area. <coughs> soap that shit. That you think sweaty butt crack smell. Oh. oh. You think of the jokes that people make about, like, you know, sticking your hand in your sweaty butt crack. Okay, now think of somebody sucking your cock. They've got your cock, their fat mouth, all the way down to the base of your cock and their nose is right by your stinky ass crack. Mm. <coughs> yeah. The amount of times that I've had clients and these aren't private. These are usually brothel clients mm -hmm. who have apparently showered at home before they've come mm -hmm. to the parlour, wherever I'm working. Mm -hmm. um, they've pooped. Yep. Then they've had a shower. Yeah. Shower in air quotes again. And they've come to see me and they've had another shower. And I'm giving them a massage. I roll them over and I'm massaging their butt and then there's poo dags. Oh, yeah, the shit dags on the... Oh, my God, that happens so often. Because... <gasps> because there's hair there, right? This hair, is why you got to get your fingers in the crack. That's right, that's right. And, and if you don't clean yourself properly, not only are you putting at risk transferring poo particles mm -hmm. which carries myself. diseases exactly but you're also going to spread that on the sheets mm -hmm. and no one likes shit stained sheets no and the thing is like these particles can be dry even like yeah. and it's still a fucking risk factor and it's still like dude you think it's embarrassing getting your fingers and running them in your crack and giving it a good jiggle around to make sure that you've gotten any shit dags off the hair in your ass crack Imagine how embarrassing it is if your provider looks in your ass and goes, Dan, man, like, there's shit in your ass, man. There's, like, shit hanging off your hairy ass. Or you're sliding off the bed and you're leaving a snail trail of shit because you didn't wipe your butt properly or you didn't wash your butt properly. Like, that's far more awkward than you getting to stick your fingers in your ass crack in the shower and soaping it up. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, that's an awkward conversation you don't want to be having. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Probably wouldn't want to be sticking around for the shower afterwards. You'd be getting dressed and running the hell out of that front door, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. So, so these are things. Now, if you are going to a parlour and you don't want to smell like the soap there because you feel that your partner at home is going to smell the difference to the soap, bring the same soap as what you have at home. Yeah. 
Most parlors, though, have unscented mm. soap. Mm. Because but they have... understand of discretion. Yeah. So, you know, there's things like that. There's also things like when you're doing intros, you mm. can also notice which girls have perfume and don't. And that's a paranoia. If you don't pick somebody that wears perfume, yeah. most, most workers have the brains not to wear perfume because of discretion. But... Some perfume workers like to have it as a like you know a little pretty detail as about a, as them. An afterthought, you they walk away from you and there's this lingering smell <laughs> left behind. Yeah, so but keep that in mind when you're making a choice. If you consider that a risk, then make a conscious choice not to book somebody that's wearing perfume. But then you can also ask a worker to have another shower as well. well we're not, not going to be offended by that. That's true. If you explain things, you know, most workers are pretty understanding if you have a conversation with them. They're only caring about their safety. Mm-hmm. You know? We just um, want to make sure that you're not going to assault us. Mm-hmm. Or get body fluids on us yeah. without our, our unknowing yeah. so we can protect Still ourselves. Assault. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all those sorts of things. So, um, I'm personally, I'm rather a fan of shampoo mm-hmm. for it. I like, I've got stupid sensitive skin. So the shampoo I use is so mild anyway. It's not got all the normal harsh shit that you get in some shampoos. Yeah. But I find because hair does trap smell, you yeah. know, if you got pubes, your genitals are going to smell more than a person that doesn't have pubes because the the hairs, the little bacteria that cause the smell, they like to live in the hair. Okay? Yeah. It gives them a nice little home. Yeah. Okay, so and I'm not saying that they're bad smells; they're perfectly natural no, it's smells. Where, it's where our pheromones like to to reside because mm. they're sex smells. They're they're it's um prehistoric it's what we used to use and we still use to attract mates Mm. so if you're not a person that digs those natural scents like that then i find using shampoo rather than soap more effective Mm. because shampoo is designed for cleaning hair it gets those smells off the hair much better so but a really mild one because that's your genitals your junk dude you don't want to be putting harsh chemicals there because then you start affecting your ph balance Mm -hmm. i've actually just gone back to using bar soap Mm -hmm. and not bar soap that is made from um vegetable fats but from tallow okay beef tallow oh interesting i didn't even know you could still get bar soap like that so what sort of brands are made from beef tallow Um, they're usually homemade stuff Ah, right. Yeah, it's okay. not really commercial. Okay. Yeah, because um, everyone's going vegan, animal-friendly sort of stuff. Ooh. Whereas as a carnivore, it's like, well, ethically, if I'm going to be a carnivore, I want to try and use as much of that animal as possible mm-hmm. and really um, honour that animal. Mm-hmm. So the only way to really honour that is is to make sure that the, the fats from that animal is being used, whether I eat it, whether it's being used to be made into soap or moisturizers, mm-hmm. um, animal organs are mm-hmm. being eaten, lots and lots of vitamins and minerals in, in organs. Um, the leather, it's being tanned and used for clothing or whatever else. Yep. The bones, where do you think bone china comes from, guys? Um, or you know, or the hooves, jelly made from hood. Yeah, Woo-hoo. or you know, I, I I buy the hooves and antlers for my little dog to mm. chew on. It's great for her teeth. Yeah, you know, um, or even made into bone broth. 
Mm. I wonder if you can buy any of the soap made from people fat. Like, I know you can make soap from people fat. I have heard of that. Um, I'm not entirely sure. I know you can buy breast milk, Mm. human breast milk. Mm. Um, Bodybuilders are going through a phase at the moment where they're buying breast milk. Oh, my God, and I didn't stick with my relactating efforts. Mm. I could be making a fortune. You could. The bloody bodybuilders. I could just set up shop at a gym and flop out my tits and go, here you go, fellas, on tap. (laughs) Straight from the source. Oh, man, I want to relactate so bad. It's just so much work. (sighs) Yeah, so there's that. So, yeah, I've gone back to to bar soap because I just, Mm. yeah, I just feel like if I'm going to go on this carnivore trail, I may as well dive in head first and and honor that those animals that are being sacrificed for me to enjoy mm. interesting yeah. interesting so now have you been person that ever tried using fem fresh or things like those so i have um and i think i don't think they i really don't think they do anything yep um i am guilty i do have a bottle in my my shower at the moment but that was because i had a bottle when i was at the brothel yeah um because that was the thing that you did you used that stuff to wash your vagina or your vulva with your vulva because yes you don't want you don't want that stuff inside yeah yeah. (laughs) now now let's clarify this because we know a lot of people aren't brought up used with the terminology vulva they just like the whole thing there is a vagina as far as they're taught at school and everybody and else. that is so incorrect. So the vagina is the inside bit. If the only we is... could show them a picture. I know. I've got to do my educational videos, but still that's not very helpful no, right now. Um, so, yeah, the vagina is the inside bit. That's the hole, matey. The vulva is the outside bit. That's all your flaps and your clit and all that sort of stuff. All, all the, the exterior all part the, of your clit. All the skin part. All the skin part, rightio. Okay, so when you spread your flaps... You're spreading your vulva. You're not spreading your pussy, your, your, your vagina. vagina. So so the vagina is the just the tunnel part yeah, between just, the vulva and the cervix. Mm, mm. So you've got your vulva, you've got your vagina, you've got the cervix, and then you have your uterus. Yeah. It's the bit you stick your dick in to make yeah. a baby. Okay, which is not the same hole you pee out. No. For clarifications, even though both those holes are inside the vulva. Yes. Mm. What you pee out of is your urethra. Yeah, which is a little hole and it's above your vagina. Uh-huh. It's just below the clitoris. Yeah. Oh, my God, a picture would be so useful. I know. Right? Yeah. I've, I've sculpted them recently. Oh, have you? Yes, I did a, because fucking. Oh, you got that foamy stuff? Oh, uh, plastic. Stuff? No, okay. plastic, sculptable plastic. So, because anatomical models are fucking thousands of dollars, I know it's crazy to buy them. So, for my educational videos yeah. that I do, I tried to get an, an anatomical models. Yeah. Explain it. And they were thousands, and none of them. I could actually pull apart and actually be able to break down and go, look, this is what a clitoris mm-hmm. actually shaped like. This is how it fits in with the vagina and how it, you know, how you're stimulating it from different, yeah. uh, you know, 
anally, vaginally, all these sorts of things. Nothing that I could show how a cervix tense okay. and stuff like that, which is a type of movement for people that go cervix tenting. What? We're not going camping in a pussy. Um, <laughs> Unless you're a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're just more passing on through than yeah. camping. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so all these sorts of things. So in the end, I've had to sculpt my own atomical models. Can you explain cervical tenting? Because I've never heard of it. Okay, cervical tenting. You're right. You, you ten, you, your cervix is hanging out at the end of your vagina. You know, it's the entrance to your uterus. Mm-hmm. And through different stages of your cycle and your arousal, your cervix will actually move. Ah, okay. So things like times of the month, like when you get your period, your cervix is actually sitting down far away. So think maybe like there's uh, like an accordion, you know how it like zigzags up and yeah. compacts. Yep. So at some times of your month, you, you, it's all compacted up and it's sitting right near, okay. near, the, near the end. And then at other times of the month, it stretches out and your cervix is sitting lower in your vagina and there's more space actually around that socky accordion part okay. so you can actually so it's kind of like like a trunk mm, yeah maybe sort of. maybe that's yeah maybe that's yeah, it okay. and you can either pull your draw yeah, your trunk okay. up and yeah. so it's only short or it can be long and then it's the same thing with arousal too when you're not aroused your cervix is sitting down lower in the vagina so your vagina feels shorter okay yeah and then as you get aroused the cervix actually draws up towards the uterus mores and gives you more space. space in your vagina for having sex. I think I remember as a teenager, I watched a documentary about, it was sex education. I can't remember mm. what it was exactly. They wanted to capture what it looked like for a woman to orgasm internally. So mm-hmm. they had um, one of those internal cameras mm-hmm. they put inside her. So I want and, one of those. And, and, what they found was that the cervix actually dips down almost like it's sucking up. Yeah, yeah, the ups, the upsuck motion. Yeah. Okay, so because, you know, they do more studies on farm animals than what they do off on women's pleasure, they've discovered that like in pigs. So in pig farming that where artificial insemination is far more common now than using an actual boar to put over the yeah. sow, you, they're actually teaching farmers now to give the sow, the female pig, yeah. orgasms while they're artificially inseminating her to create that upsuck yep. motion okay. with the cervix to suck yeah. up the cum. Because that's how the, the cum actually comes into yeah. the uterus. Yeah. yeah, and you get far more of it and doing the like, you know, because we all know that there's pregnancies that happen from non-pleasurable mm, intercourse and that you don't have orgasms from. So, you know, sperm can still get through that, but if you have an orgasm, then you're getting more of it. Yeah. It's doing its thing more effectively, which biologically speaking, evolution sex is to make babies, so you sort of want that. But, mm. you, you but know... Not, not all women can orgasm at the same time as the man and or Oh, I internal, know. It's so you know, fucking confusing, sort of isn't it? It's really, yeah. really complex. We are complex creatures. <laughs> but delightfully <laughs> I do like me an orgasm. Upsuck me, babe, <laughs> I think she's dying. <laughs> <laughs>
She's flapping her hands around. <laughs> this is this is funny. This is much. I just I get like this when I laugh a lot. So <laughs> which is even funnier. I had the silent laugh. <laughs> oh fuck, man. Oh, I haven't had a laugh like that for a really long time. <laughs> Glad I could be of service. Almost as good as an orgasm. <laughs> Actually, nothing's as good. So, but while we're on the topics of vaginas as opposed to vulvas, vaginas are self-cleaning organisms. Mm -hmm. We do not want to be putting soap up there. We no. do not want to be douching shit up there. Or no, nothing or, like hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, none of that oh. thing. None of all these like old wives tricks of like a oh, fucking hosing blood out and shit like oh, that. Um, Listerine. Yeah, Lysol. Lysol. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard yep. both being done. Holy fuck me, Jesus. Don't do that, people. Don't do that. Because, you know, all this talk, we're talking about this little cervix happening around. Not only is the membranes inside the vagina very delicate yeah. and whatever you put up there is going to absorb into your body. Oh, yes. And you, they being delicate, they burn easy, they get yeah. damaged easy. There's all those sorts of things. But that little cervix that's hanging around at the end between it and the uterus, it is not a closed door. It's not like closed for business. It's, it, it's not. It's a tunnel. It's like mm -hmm. a donut with an extremely small hole. So if you start going flushing and squirting shit up that, then that passes through your cervix into your uterus. Yep. And then you can ha get yourself a nice case of pelvic flea. Pelvic pelvic inflammatory disease I'll, yes. we'll get the word out eventually because your uterus is not designed to be having fucking shit foreign, that you're, foreign stuff, stuff. It's, no. it's supposed to be all securely tucked away in your body behind your vagina mm -hmm. evolution didn't go oh let's invent the douche yeah. and um shove shit up me uterus actually what i've actually just found out recently since i've gone from having the IUD yep. to having my tubes tied. Yep. I don't suffer from PV anymore. Ah, great. So I think what could have been caused, like so I was getting a lot of pain as well during my periods, is infection from... From it holding that opening open. Not necessarily, but I think just bacteria getting onto the strings, the strings. and then getting inside. So um, yeah. that that is one one big negative I'd have to say about the IUD. Yeah. Other than that I have no issues. But yeah, a huge, huge change I've I've noticed is I don't have nearly as much discharge anymore. Yeah. As what I used to. Yeah. And what I do have now is completely different texture mm -hmm. to what I used to have. So and before that I was constantly paranoid. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I smell really weird. Um yep. you know, I have a lot of discharge I'm gonna clean out myself. And especially when I was doing when I was making content, yeah. I'm just so paranoid. Yeah. And I think that paranoia also comes from watching a lot of American porn where on set the women actually go and douche. And they yeah. douche a lot. Mm. Yeah, that's some really bad health yeah. things. Whereas, because <laughs> um, I've, I've watched quite a few documentaries about it and 
when they work in so when those performers go and work over in Europe, mm. the women don't. Mm, no. The women don't do. They just make sure that they're really clean. It's one thing I've noticed in all my research into the sexual psychology of America mm. as a, as a country is they have a really a fuck ton of really unhealthy un safe mm-hmm. practices so ingrained into their society's yeah. you know um, psychology around sex which i can only assume i'm not an educated fucking phd to a fucking go i'm no, an expert but you're still educated way. i'm still fucking yeah i i don't fucking waffle on duck shit for no fucking clue yeah. their puritan background they're fucking you know hectic hectic constant like god's truth Kellogg's cornflakes and everything to try and stop people from masturbating. Yeah, I know. I know. I know, right? And fuck it. And the Graham cracker also invented for the same reason. Because if yeah. we give them bland food, they won't have sexual urges, mm-hmm. so they don't self pollute themselves by touching themselves. Who the fuck calls it self pollution for starters? That's just that's, a mind that, fuck but that to was start 1950s with. 1950s yeah. mentality, right? Yeah. Uh, or whenever Kellogg's started american sexual psychology yeah. hasn't really moved on a great deal no, since it hasn't then. but a lot of that shame is on women's bodies yes but men can come yes male body fluid male nipples are okay but females nipples and female body fluids and menstruation heaven forbid because we bleed yeah um <sighs> it's disgusting it's like no hang on we we all bleed we all have body fluids we've all got nipples we've all got nipples whether they're useful or not, my nipples aren't useful. I don't have kids. They're well, technically, men can breastfeed under this the right conditions anyway, so they, they can, can be useful. They can. Yeah, it's just. Oh. And yet, American being such a powerhouse in the technological world and stuff like that, their conservative attitudes are being forced on the rest yeah, of the world. That's so true. And the rest of us are sitting back here going, "This is fucked in the head, mate." Yeah. But yet we're still having to suffer under those rules. Mm-hmm. It's still affecting us in yep. a big way. But yeah, man, there is some fucked up shit in the side. And don't get me wrong, there is some awesome sex positive people in America. Yeah, yeah. Sex positive communities, Great educators, studies yeah. and stuff. Like fuck me, there's fucking millions in fucking Americas, man. And, you, and you gotta have you gotta have some decent people when you got millions. They <laughs> have they have the resources. And mm. They have the. Um, the communities there that, that do those studies, we're too small of a country. We yeah. don't have that funding. We don't have that funding. We don't have that f- and those resources. But America that does is fi- constantly fighting the ingrained conservatism yeah. in that country. So, you know, in other words, the stuck-up fuckers that, you know, old fucking cunts that have got no bloody fun in them. And the... the um, the lip service religious. Yeah, yeah, those Christian well. cunts that say nobody else can have fun. Basically, yeah. them. That's 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 how I'm going to break down but, conservative. But it's okay because they can have fun because they're rich white men. Yeah, they're yeah, rich. And wh- they're paying their lip service to, oh, to yeah. the church. They can go out and have fun mm. because they're they're making their donations. Yeah, you know? they're, they're paying for their sins. Yeah, it's yeah. It's okay, but for those that that can't. Oh, Trump and his attitudes to sex and, se- yeah. and his history of sexual assault and harassment and stuff like that. We should say alleged, but yeah. you know it's not alleged. Um, <laughs> there's there's some DNA there wanting to be tested, buddy. That you won't ref- you won't agree to have tested. Well, yeah, well 
Well, they say if there's nothing to hide, if you haven't done any wrong, you've got nothing well, to hide. the only one really that's stepped forward is Stormy, so... But, yeah, and yet he's the evangelical clouds. Not clouds. He's clouds. a clown. He's a clown. Yeah, well, I was trying to say crowd, but yeah, clown works. They're going, he can do no wrong because he's God's chosen leader on earth. No, fuck off. America, you're fucking yourselves over. You're fucking the rest of the world over. And you poor cunts that are stuck over there, our heart bleeds for you because fuck, man, we're watching it and we can see it's a train wreck from here. (laughs) We've got our own train wreck. Train wreck oh, we got our own train wreck. We're only fucking a few stations behind before we ha- before we end <laughs> so up where true. you are. Because ScoMo fucking yeah, thinks we, the fucking sun shines out of Trump's ass. We just play follow the leader. Oh, we do, don't we? It's yeah. like whatever whatever's happening over in America, we're just we're right behind there. Oh, yes, yes, Mr. President, no, Mr. Oh, President. Yeah, America's oh, no, doing it. It must be what the cool kids do. I want to do it too. I, I wouldn't dare say no to you, Mr. President. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna suck up your ass. Yeah, yeah. The um, the one time we get a leader in that doesn't fucking suck up his ass, everybody picks on what she wears and everything. And she gets booted out she because booted of some misogynistic, fucking controlling, fucking, fucking asshole men that are. Do yeah. you like up their gentlemen's club being upset now? Do they and all their little cash handy handy handies and coal mining? Oh, did you hear about this? Is one that funny? Well, it's not funny for the environment, as such. Like I fucking I hate it so. Much. But anyway. Okay, ScoMo and his whole, like, pro-coal, like, you know, and for people that aren't aware who ScoMo, ScoMo's the Australian Prime Minister, right? Like, our version Scotty of, from marketing. Scotty from marketing, we call him, because he talks bullshit and never, ever does what he says. Our Prime Minister, while we've all been locked down in COVID and Parliament hasn't been sitting, it's been sneaky, 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 approving, like, gas mining and new coal minings and shit like this while we can't complain about it. And, like, he's all like, coal is the future of Australia. Rah, rah, rah. Okay, now, okay, environmental, bad radio. We, we, we don't want this. But just, just looking at the business side of things, who buys 80% of Australia's coal? China. Yeah, China literally buys 80% of our coal. Who announced the other week that they're going carbon neutral? China. China. <laughs> Well done. Well <laughs> so done. Another couple of decades, they won't be buying our coal. Well, they're not <laughs> buying our iron ore anymore. <laughs> they're not buying our coal. <laughs> um, we're fucked. Our gas, as for more fucking natural gas mines, us in Australia pay higher gas than any of the countries that we sell our gas to. Go we here. export it overseas and those of us here in our country have to pay higher rates to the exported That's, gas. It's insane. But yeah, when announced the Kachina announced that, I just felt like going, "How's that new coal mine you just approved, Scotty?" <laughs> yep. Fucking jobs for everybody, eh? Fuck yeah. Off. We've covered the cock and balls and arse. We've covered the vagina. We have. Vagina self cleaning people do not clean that. Covered the mouth. Co- the, the mouth. We, we, the vulva. Mm. Okay, vulva. I feel is a wash area. Yes. Now, I grew up not being told to wash my vulva. What? Education in my home, we did not talk about those things. My one of those yeah, wonders, it's one of those Christian families, we do not talk about such oh, things. You don't, you don't touch yourself. You do not touch yourself. So, were you in one of those families where you had to wear a, a dress when you showered so you wouldn't no, we didn't see ha- yourself? No, we didn't have to. We weren't that okay. extreme, but still, you know, such you know, for to explain to wash yourself, then we'd be having to talk about genitalia. We cannot be having that. I'm just trying to think, like, I was never 
told not to wash it. Yeah, yeah. So I was never taught to wash my body. And then when I was in the loony bin as a teenager, yeah. and I'm talking about personal life back when our mental health system had decent funding. Yeah, that's that's now we're talking eons ago. Um, yeah, we used to have this case where you used to be able to actually have a personal nurse that worked with you one-on-one yeah. for a, a big chunk of time each day. And we got talking because she was a caring sort of person and she turned around, you know, and talked to me about these things and asked me if I was like, no, you're, you're supposed to wash that. I had no fucking idea mm. until 15 years of age. I had no idea. All the f- fellas that had gone down on me before then, I just apologise. I was hairy and I didn't wash it. I, I hate to think <laughs> what the smell <laughs> would have been like. Hey, well, look. It was the 90s. Hair was still in. It, I was, wasn't it? I remember when I first shaved when I was 18 and that was very risque. And we're I, talking 99 then. So I remember watching my dad's porn, um, finding his stash, and he had a lot of 70s porn. Oh, so full bush. My mum had the 70s stuff. Right. So me growing up in the 90s, teenager, full bush, Okay, that's fine, no problem. And then I saw porn from the 90s where there was no hair and me being of Greek background, being a little bit hairier than your average other woman, Hmm. um, was very paranoid that, oh my God, I'm way too hairy. Mm -hmm. Um, And as soon as I could, I started shaving everything. Yeah. Absolutely everything. Yeah. Not just my legs, my arms, my armpits, my stomach, my pussy, everything. Yeah. Everything I could take off, I would. Yeah. Because I hated hair so much. Mm. And that carried on with me mm-hmm. up until I was about 35. At that stage, I had done my beauty therapy diploma. I was working in a laser clinic. Mm-hmm. Working in a laser clinic. Well, guess what I did? Yeah, lasered. Lasered, lasered everything. Woo-hoo. Got rid of every single damn hair on my body. <laughs> so now I don't have, I'll hardly have any hair on my legs. I have hardly any hair on my arms. I get two hairs in my armpits. Oh, not even I'm enough lucky. to plait them. No, not even enough to plait them. I probably wax my pussy every three months, and that's just because I get the occasional grey hair. <laughs> Um, I'm up to four grey hairs on my head uh, now. Oh, dude, look at look at mine. Look at mine. <laughs> there, there. I do that. So, yeah, I wax myself now, and that's because growing up, it was just an evolution. There was a bunch of hair, then there was no hair, mm-hmm. and now hair's coming back. Mm, yeah. It's so coming back. It became trendy again. Yeah, and it's not just pubic hair, but underarm hair, oh, leg yeah. hair. Huge market for natural escorts yeah. to have, you know, the bush, the underarm hair and the leg hair. And the leg hair. Yeah. yeah. If that was me back in the 90s, like if I had started doing sex work back in the 90s, the upkeep of just mm. maintaining all of that would have been... Phenomenal. Phenomenal. But yeah. if, if that was now, if, if I was 18 now yeah. in, in 2020 and I decided to become a, a sex worker, I'd still I'd be embracing the hair. When you have hair, you need to be hyper-vigilant about your hygiene, about cleaning, because you don't want to end up with discharge in your hair. Yeah, you don't want crusties on your no, hair. That's fucking, no, nah. It's, it's, like, it's like shit dags in your ass it's, crack it's, hair. It's, it's like dick cheese. Yeah, you don't want pussy cheese on no, your pubes. No, you really don't. 
It's actually what you're saying about the 70s forms your parents. My my parents, okay. <laughs> so there's this, you know, your mum's side of the room and the dad's side of the room and I was an inquisitive child, yeah, yeah. shall we say. So I had both sides of the room thoroughly scoped out and explored. So on dad's side of the room, there was his porn collection, which were the videos from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Mum's side of the room, she had magazines from the 70s. Oh, okay. Yes, I know that 70s boys <laughs> quite well. Yeah. few of those and magazines like, ended up in my cubby house. I do think back sometimes and go, maybe I should have just, you know, tidied up the pubic area with the laser rather than getting it all removed. But then I think, no, I'm kind of glad I got rid of it. Yeah. But also, it's so much easier to maintain. Once that shaving came into yeah. fashion in our society, there's no way anybody would have ever fathomed that in the future hair would be back in fashion. Yeah. I guess it's all cyclical. Mm. Everything's cyclical. Yeah. But it felt like such a new thing. Mm. You know, we had all these access to all these uh, ways to remove hair that we didn't have in history, like the laser and, and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff, the electrolysis and all that. And yeah. so we thought hair would never be a problem again, and there's no way anybody would want no, that shit but back. People are embracing the whole, the very, the whole natural, everything natural, everything. Mm. So it, it's kind of good. It, yeah. It's good because except for natural sex, because we want a condom on that. Yeah, unless you're <laughs> in a blood, fluid bonded, bonded relationship. Yeah. <laughs> relationship, relationships, however you are. Yeah. Whatever. Don't judge. So we're washing the hair. We're washing yeah, the vulva. To, yeah, you want to wash the hair. I mean, you don't have to use highly scented soaps and yeah. stuff. There are guys out there and women and non-binary people who like that natural smell of people. Yeah, and yeah. and we find it's too. Up to you. I wouldn't recommend leaning towards this highly scented stuff anyway, because the highly scented stuff tends to have more harshest shit in it and synthetic and synthetic and the thing is that area is a delicate area we want to be using a mild Mm. cleanser on it yeah the ph there is in the vulva is all very delicate and everything if you start throwing out the ph then it starts to sink to stink stink too it starts to stink it also leaves um your vagina open to infections Mm. and and bacteria Mm. So anybody that's had some sort of piercing inside the vulva, like a clitoral cord or a triangle piercing or whatever, will know how much changing the pH makes your pussy fucking stink. Because you're using the salt water to clean that piercing Mm -hmm. for those weeks. Throws the pH right. Oh, fuck, mate. Stink. Oh, God. You go, fuck, my face. You know. I do have a sensitive nose, so maybe yeah. some people don't get quite as precious about me. But, yeah, your pH really affects the smell. So you want a really mild soap that isn't going to affect the pH yeah. of, of your vulva. But, yeah, wash it, clean it, don't let crusties get in there. Mm. You think about it, as natural animals running around the wild, we didn't have material holding in our sweat and body bacteria and everything the way we do now mm. that's enclosing that area tightly causing Especially this with, um synthetic fabrics yeah. as well i won't wear synthetic undies i wear my cotton undies and even at the parlor i am either undieless or cotton undies and if i get a booking where i need to wear lingerie and wear the pretty lacy yeah. stuff it gets put on just before the booking because 
the way it changes the smell of my pussy from those synthetic bleh, yeah, no, way. Bleh, no fucking way I ain't having a stinky pussy I don't care how pretty the undies are really good thing for for women or for people with vaginas and vulvas to do is to not wear underwear at night when you're sleeping yeah let some air get in there let man your, let your pussy breathe breathe because yeah, because you 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 you're suffocating it during the day by wearing pants and yeah, it's holding all your body heat in, your body sweat, all those things, and creating this little moist micro environment, environment yeah. that bacteria is going to grow like crazy mm-hmm. in. It's, it's not the way we're designed to mm-hmm. to work. So fucking, that's why we need to wash it, mm-hmm. and that's why you need to. Tr- let it breathe when you can yep. use wear natural fabrics when you can things like that yeah oh my god if they could make some sexy matched lingerie in natural fabrics to fit fat people i'd be happy mm. <laughs> but you we're still me, you got me thinking <laughs> it, we're flat out getting a r- decent range of lingerie <laughs> for fat people full stop um can you crochet <laughs> i can but i can't follow a pattern oh okay I wouldn't feel very sexy in, in crochet. Oh, I, did anyway. find, I did find a very um sexy crocheted penis. Oh, okay. Because I don't even find... You know when you do shibari and you make the, the bikini set out of yeah. shibari? I don't even find that attractive. So It was so good. It was crocheted G-string for men. And it had like section for the balls. Okay. As well as like an erect penis as well. Oh, did it have elephant ears? You know, the ones where, you know, that the penis parts the trunk and... One of my ex-partners, his parents like to go to the Northern Territory every year. Yeah. And this one year they came back and they brought him back a crocodile juice. <laughs> <laughs> my, um, some of my siblings, right, you know, two of them, funnily enough, are twins. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know, shocking, two of my twibling, twins, uh, siblings, uh, twins. <laughs> Two of my siblings are twins, a boy and a girl, right? Right. And, um, yeah, there was quite a few years there where my sister would always buy her twin brother joke G-strings like that. So he has, like, the elephant <laughs> and all these different ones that she'd buy him for Christmas and his yeah, birthday yeah. every year, finding him the most. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing my brother, he probably wore them. Yeah. But the funny thing is, uh, I remember his 21st, his mates bought him a latex pig mask as a joke present. So cool. <laughs> I thought it was fucking epic. And I'm like, oh, my yeah. God, that's so cool. And, like, my brother's gone, ha, ha, ha. And then he's looked at me and gone, here, you can have it. You'll actually use it. <laughs> <laughs> he was so right. I said, do you still have it? I still have it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> um i really want to do some porn with it actually but yeah i i love my latex pig mask mm-hmm. it's a bitch like the zip gets caught in your hair but oh, you know you need someone to help you put it on yeah you know nothing's perfect but yeah he drew the line at wearing the latex mask <laughs> he'd wear the, the, the like the little animal g-strings but not the latex piggy mask oh yeah ah oh. Oh. You want to hear an absolute bummer, actually, about yeah. my brother's 21st. So, brother's 21st. We all live in bumfuck wherever um, in New South Wales. And so, for his 21st, I had a people mover car, good old soccer mum's car. I had one of those. And um, I took a carload of his mates on a road trip to King's Cross in Sydney, which, you know, is the red light 
district yep. of Sydney for anybody that's not familiar with King's Cross. So I took him and the boys up there, and including one of them that I had thought, because, you know, these my brother's 13 years younger than me. Okay. I've socialised with him and his mates because small country towns, you do that sort of shit together and that. And I've known mm. them all since yeah, they were little tackers yeah. and everything. And he had some cute mates. My brother was always going, stop trying to fuck my mates. I'm like, well, <laughs> you have hot ones. I'm going to try and oh, fuck no them. Hurts. Can't help them. Actually, one of them I'd lined up to have be my baby daddy even mm. when I decided to try for a third child. But when Bub turned out to be uh, neurodiverse, neurodivergent which is the way they put it these days okay she has her mental health issues and her challenges and stuff and she's a high need child yeah um when i discovered she was a high need child i axed the plan to have a third kid mm. eventually went no more he didn't end up being my baby daddy but he was my planned baby daddy yeah. and he was a bit cute just a bit just a bit okay. so anyway so here we are i've taken all the boys on the road trip to to sydney to king's cross and he's got his cute mates and there's one of them especially that I wanted to <laughs> that had been wanting to for a few years. So we're talking and everything and he's like, and we're actually in bunk beds because we're all sharing one room, all in bunks. And he's like, yeah, when, when everybody goes to sleep, you're on, right? And I'm like, ooh, I'm in. <laughs> Fucking excited. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I just don't want, you know, we just wait for everybody to go to sleep and then we'll fuck. I'm like, cool, cool. So I'm in there. But I'm fucking tired. I'm old cunt. I'm not young cunt. They were all fucking, you know, gassed up and everything as it was. And I wasn't doing any drugs. Yeah. I'm not only reformed at the time, but driving. And I was fucking tired. So I've fallen asleep waiting for everybody else to go yeah. to sleep so I could fuck this guy. And I'm a bad snorer, aren't I? And then I yeah, wait. Yes, you are. Yeah, I am. I'm a terrible snorer, people. And so fucking I wake up several hours later and I'm going, Oi, what happened? I thought we were going to fuck. And he's like, we were. And then I heard you snore. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, it wasn't sexy anymore. <laughs> and everybody gave me shit all the next day how they all couldn't sleep because I'm fucking snoring so loud and they were never sharing a hotel room with me ever again and, rah, rah, rah. and to this day I still get shit about keeping every cunt awake on the and I'm just I was like, say, actually you weren't that bad when we went up to Sydney what was it two years ago yeah you weren't that bad depends on what medications I'm yeah. at the time and what my weight's doing at the time it does vary mm. but yeah my medications really affect how much I snore but fuck, I'm thinking, you cunts, you just missed out on one night's sleep. I've got missed out on fucking the young hottie I've been trying to get into his pants for the last however many years. Oh, didn't know. Rude. Rude. He's got another mate that's like hung like a horse. Everybody would always tell me how his mate was hung like a horse. And so I'd look at him and I'd go, oh, hello. Because his face was ugly as a fucking whatever. Paper bag. <laughs> Paper bag. But all his life, you know, and all the stories like, you see, my brother and his mates, as many a young men in the country do, I don't know what it's like here in the city, but country boys, it's not unusual for them wanking together. I grew up in the country, remember? Oh, okay, right, yeah. But um, no, that's even new to me. Okay, so it's new to you. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, so maybe it was just my area of the country that guys <laughs> Maybe it's just together. New South Wales. <laughs> maybe, maybe it could be because, uh, you know, I lived in 
numerous small towns in New South Wales and I know groups of mates because I've always been one of the guys. I wasn't a girl until I moved to Melbourne. Okay. And so, yeah, everywhere I went, close bonded groups of mates, they'd think nothing of having a a wank together, sitting down or watching a porno, having a bash, you know, having a wank. I I can't. No, I don't know. (sighs) So anyway, this particular story about my brother and his mates, they're all sitting around you know as you do and one starts having a pull and so the other one so the more of them start having a pull as you do fucking yeah and then did they play soggy sayo or no oh actually yeah they did try and (laughs) they did play games i don't know about soggy sayo but i remember one night when they made a mixture of a cup you know when you get a cup and you pour all the most horrid things that you can find down the cupboard and one some one of them jizzed in it oh and then somebody had to drink that oh so, so if anyone doesn't know what a sayo is, it's a cracker. Yeah. And they wondered why I refused to play the game with them because I might be one of the boys, but I'm not fucking stupid. <laughs> the boys start playing games like that and I go, yeah, you're right, mate. I'll just fucking sit over here by I'll myself. Sit over here and have a wank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, anyway, so this particular day, you know, they're all fucking batting off and then old matey that's hung like a horse... Is like, I'll join in. And like my brother's like, fucking hell, I near died, you know, because he's pulled out. And it was the first time he'd seen him jack off in front of him. And he's pulled out his cock and he's wanking off with two hands. <laughs> so fucking big. Not only do I feel sorry for him, but it's like, where is he and can I jump him? Well, this is the thing. So you can imagine me being because, a bit of a size queen. That would have scared off quite a lot of girls. <laughs> yes, I know. And me being a size queen was always, oh, yeah. Like, I'm up for the challenge. Yeah, yeah, getting older now. If you need anybody <laughs> to show you how it's done, yeah. I gladly volunteer. Yeah, yeah. And also, every all the chicks his own age that he'd fucked, I knew he was just, he didn't know what he was doing and they weren't experienced enough to know. He was, basically, he was kinky. And didn't know how to communicate his needs okay. and hadn't met another kinky person. So, so there was that added thing. So once he was legal, it was like, ha ha. Because I'm not stupid. Fucking nobody's worth yeah. a jail sentence. Um, no, definitely not. And fucking. Then he ended up getting going to jail. And I was so heartbroken. I'm like, what a waste. All that beautiful cock in jail. Fucking what a waste. And he was looking at 25 years. And so oh, fucking, I was just like, ah! I'm so upset. <laughs> um, that and I honestly did feel the way, and I cared about him because I'd known him since he was a little yeah. tacker, and and fucking, I dealt with the jail system. I didn't want any of that for him. There's all that stuff, but also, what a waste of a cop. Yeah, he's out now. And Maz was telling me that she's seen him the other day. She's going, oh, you know, such and such is our jail. I'm like, oh, hello, is he? <laughs> <sighs> let me help him out and she's like yeah mom you know how he went to jail for dealing crack and i'm like yeah and she's going oh mom yeah nah you don't want him anymore (laughs) she goes he looks like a really old man now and i'm like okay and this guy's 13 years younger than me if he's looking older than me she's like yeah nah it's nasty and i'm like okay I will just put that fantasy to bed then. Yeah. There will be no fucking of the him. Yeah. Yeah. And he ripped Maz off on a deal too on top of that. Fuck 
fucking are cats. Have to have words with that boy. I reckon. Yeah, he grew up with Maz like his little niece. He used to take her trick-or-treating for crying Aww. out loud. Yeah, fucking rip her off, buds. Right, can't it, Vaughn? <laughs> You'll bring out the old country, me. Fucking oh, stomp his head. Don't I'm need actually... to bring it out, it's already coming out. I, I am not pro-violence. I do not believe in violence. Violence is not the answer. However, I do come from a very violent background. <laughs> and, and you're in protection mode of your children. Too. Yeah, yeah. I don't stomp heads normally, but... Unless they ask for it and they pay really well for it. Yeah, and then I don't stomp Ned's because you know me, I'm all about safety around kink and kink isn't a safe place to stomp and trample and stuff like that. <sighs> but, you know. <laughs> yes. Hmm. There's safe ways to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he got fucking wrinkly and horrid looks at his skin. Oh, that's, oh. that's so sad when, when you see someone who's had a drug problem mm. and they just look... 30 years older than what yeah. they should. They're just sunken. They've got bad skin. Got no teeth. Just it's not attractive. And thank fuck when I had my drug problem. I didn't have a drug problem that long. Here, puppy dog. Hey, puppy. But I still got all my teeth and I look good and all that oh, shit. God. Yeah, I know. We better finish up, babe. <laughs> We've been yarning a bit more than wow. a fucking hour. So I think we covered all the the basics and hygiene we probably um, didn't do the deep dive i'd planned um then don't forget armpits and feet oh yeah man. men unfortunately you do have very strong the dog's trying here. to lick the microphone that was little doggy just having a sniff you do have a very strong scent uh, and sweat armpits feet yeah make sure you give them a really good wash too yeah with the soap shit man with the yeah, soap yeah with the soap Chasey actually has this huge knowledge about all the sorts of ingredients in products and all yeah. this stuff like that. And she totally nerds out about this stuff. <laughs> I do. And when fucking, I'm like going, yeah, I'll get Chasey on the talk hygiene because her knowledge about products and the body that way is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> and instead we've crapped on about everything. We've, <laughs> talked, we've talked about a lot of stuff tonight. We have. We, we've, we've, we've given you enough hygiene to go out onto the world. And honestly, you're on, um, are you on Apple mm-hmm. pod thingies? If you've got questions, just send questions there. Or, yeah, just send know, questions. Send yeah. questions, I'll answer them. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm sure we could do um, an AMA on Insta. Yeah, yeah, and ask me anything, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you know, what's your uh, socials? Uh, my socials, on Twitter, there's Chasey Devil. It's my escort profile. Miss Chasey D is my dom profile. On Insta, it's underscore Chasey Devil. No yeah. explicit questions on Insta, though. No, no, no. no Insta's no. a fucking arsehole to us about yeah. it, okay? So if you've got sex questions, like, feel free to reach out, but ask the actual question on another platform where we yeah, can Yeah, or talk. make it PG. Yeah, like, I'll how would to... you talk to your grandmother? Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'll try and answer it as well as I can in as PG a form as I can. If you want to buy any of my videos, you can buy them on Minivids and Just for Fans. I think they are Chasey Devil. I try yeah. to keep it all very streamlined, very much if, the same. If they Google Chasey one. Devil, though, do you come up um, as one the top sort of replies? Yes, so I believe you'll get my website, which is ChaseyDevil.com. Yep. Yeah, I think you'll get my website. 
and maybe my Twitter. Yeah, I know my Twitter is one of my top yeah. things that comes up. Yeah. And otherwise, you can also email the show at mymumisapornstar at gmail.com and reach out to the show's socials and whatever questions. Like, fucking, we love your questions. I actually have questions I have to answer, but because I keep recording <laughs> unplanned and just on the spot last minute, I keep not having notes with me. Mm. So I've got questions I've got to answer. I've okay. got reviews I've got to read oh, out. Yeah. So anybody, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, that's apparently the only place you can leave a review yeah. these days, and it's a decent one, not a just a this show is great. If it's an interesting review, I'll fucking ring it out, read yeah, it yeah. out. Fuck off. Read and leave us reviews. Fucking subscribe. Do the subscribe shit on whatever platform you listen to us on. That's important. Mm-hmm. And yeah, email us, follow us on the socials, do the things. I'm Honey, otherwise known as Miss Honey Analverka. And, and I'm Chasey Devil. And this was a Mum Unleashed. My mum is a podster. Yeah, my mum is a podster. Am, am I technically a mum? Well, you're a dog mum. I'm a fur baby mum, so um, my little dog's mum's a pornstar. Uh, maybe. <laughs> well, funnily enough, I call the episodes when Maz can't join us unleashed, Mum Unleashed. Yeah, so I'm, I'm definitely unleashed. <laughs> I'm definitely unleashed. Yeah, right. yeah. And uh, get sexually educated. Night, y'all. Bye.
tonic of gin See the girl, see the pants, see the hole, see the skin Strutting her stuff, looking all obscene Shaking that ass like a tongue caffeine So I tear a little hole in my corduroy shorts Pull one nut out and Hey! Never forget, Mount Vesuvius, 79 AD. We love you. I keep pointing at the microphone like I'm talking to somebody. But I'm not. But I am, I am. Yeah. Talking to the microphone like it's somebody. Yeah, no, we're your invisible friend. It's my invisible friend. I'm, I'm your invisible, invisible friend too. You You're my invisible friend who's sitting right next to me. You think I'm sitting right next to you. Oh, is this like, um, is it Schrodinger's cat or? Oh yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I it's totally know. Schrodinger's cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're sticking with that. <laughs>